Hello, thank you for choosing to listen to Theme Park Films Podcast. We are Carla and Holly, two friends from England, who will ride the movies, watch the film and give you our thoughts. You can find us on at Theme Park Films on Twitter. Oh, and just one more thing. If you are driving whilst listening to this podcast, please keep your arms inside the vehicle for the duration of the show. Thank you. And welcome to Theme Park Films. I'm Carla, and as ever, I'm joined by Holly. Hello. And this week we are discussing the film Alien, which was released on the 25th of May 1979 in the USA and the 6th of September 1975 in the sorry 1979 in the UK. But before that, we're just going to touch briefly on the ride featured in Disney Hollywood Studios, The Great Movie Ride. Do you remember going on that at all? I did watch it to try and yeah. sort of jog the memory. And I do maybe remember, it was just very dark. So you've got, I mean, quite a few of the films we're going to be doing probably come from the ride. So you go through it and it takes you through from the start of film right up until, well, not present day, because it's quite old now, but, you know... Through classic films it takes you. And Alien is part of it and it's always kind of a scary part where kids start crying. And I quite like it because it's really air-conditioned in the Alien part because you've got like the steam coming out from the ceiling. Watching it to like jog my memory. Because, mm. um, the scariest bit is the mannequin. <laughs> it is terrifying. It is the worst mannequin. Um... I mean, surely they could have got, you know, Madden to Swords on the phone and said, because of Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because it just looks like they've just gone round to, like, some dumpster (laughs) and cocked a black curly wig on on an old mannequin. Surely there's probably one knocking around in one of the Madden to Swords in the world. I mean, she's, I don't think she's in any Madness of Swords at the moment, I wouldn't say. But I bet she was during the 80s. Yeah, just bring that out. Bring it out. Maybe she was melted down. <laughs> Maybe. Did you know that they melted Gary Barlow to make Britney Spears? Did they? Anyway, so we asked on um, Instagram why... Um, Alien is in a Walt Disney World park when it isn't made by Disney. And we have some very helpful responses, which I'm just going to give credit to. So, at Vic R. Treat said, uh, Disney has contracts with those other film studios to use the scenes. For Alien, they have a deal with Fox, much like Harry Potter has a deal with Universal when it was made by uh, Warner Brothers. And the Alien Encounter ride in the Magic Kingdom, which is now Lilo and Stitch, but I don't know if you remember there was an Alien ride in Tomorrowland. That was originally supposed to be based on this film, and then they put it in the Great Movie Ride instead. So thank you for that. And also at Finding the Mouse says, Disney has a contract with um, Turner Classic Movies to use scenes, etc., from other films outside of Disney. So that's why it's in The Great Movie Ride. 
Oh, okay. um, I really like the Great Mover Ride, but apparently it's due to rumor has it it's going to close next year. Don't know if that's true because it was there when the park opened. It was yeah, there. They need to update it. Well, perhaps they could add a couple of scenes, more modern films in it. Uh, it's been there since first of May, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, I think you need to stop living in this sort of like this bubble. I mean, if you if you were you know, running these parks, they'd mm. be closed. <laughs> because you're just insistent on, you know, just keeping things the same. Every Everyone we've done, you know, Back to the Future, you want to keep. Jaws. Okay, but they're classic films, and I think that's proven by the fact that they're our most downloaded shows. They're the ones that people want to hear. Who's well, downloaded Shrek? My mum? Who else has listened to Shrek? Well, that's obviously when we start doing fun things like Transformers and Fast and Furious, they'll probably be the highest. I, I, I mean, I don't even know what to say to that. I'm actually considering putting out an advert for someone to join me on the podcast and just fire me right now. Ridiculous <laughs> statement. And we'll move on. So on, on to the film. Yeah. I'd seen it. I can't remember seeing it the first time, but I know I've seen it. And obviously I remember the famous scene with the stomach because it gets replayed a million times on telly in top lists and all sorts that are usually on Channel 4. So I remember that quite clearly, but I didn't remember the film very clearly. Was this the first time for you watching it? Yeah, I don't remember watching it. And to be honest, you know, I I went I was going to go into it initially with really very low expectations, and then you said to me, "I think you're really going to like this film," <laughs> and I didn't. Sometimes, Holly, I need to say it to get you to watch a film to record a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, make sure you watch it straight away. Oh, okay. I'll go and watch it. Oh, this is awful. Sometimes you need to be tricked into coming on the show. Um, yeah, like, obviously there were a few scenes, you know, which were, like, quite, I guess, scary. Um, I, I, didn't, I didn't really get what was going on. It's okay. very dark. Do you know what I mean? Like the film's very dark, and I don't mean dark as in sort of like no, scary. I, I mean literally, like I couldn't see what was happening. Yeah, I think. I mean, obviously, I didn't see it at the cinema because I wasn't old enough. I was one when it came out. Um, but yeah, it probably would benefit from the big screen, I would imagine. But we'll talk through it and see what bits you did like, if any. So we start off on a spaceship and we see astronauts being woken up from their chambers. And this is when we meet the cat. <laughs> the cat's not there yet. Oh, right, okay. They're still waking up. Okay, so a possible distra- distress signal and um, some of the crew um, want to continue their journey to Earth, but they go uh, ahead and check out this signal regardless. And they land and they sustain some damage, which will take 25 hours to fix. So then the first group gets some weapons 
And they did just say weapons. There wasn't any particular what these weapons were, but they just said get weapons and head outside, which included John Hurt, and I'm sorry I don't know his character name. And they find a dead alien who exploded from the inside, they think. But before this, we do see the cat. I'm not sure the cat's there yet. Yeah, the cat, is, the cat is definitely there because I've got it. And then I, I've written down my notes as basically intro very long, sleeping pods weird, in space with a cat. <laughs> and they've met, the cat is there when they're having breakfast and they're going through that whole talk about should, should they or shouldn't they go out and see this signal. And then they're sort of having a conversation about who's going to get what shares. And I just sort of thought, surely this sort of nonsense would be cleared up before. Well, yeah, I mean, I've written a bit later on about why is there a cat. Extensively Googled this, and I cannot find any, not only any answer as to why there's a cat, but any other person that has asked why there's a cat. And I do find it hard to believe that only me and you would find it weird that someone's taken a cat into space. Felt like they were out on their own weird lone mission. But you can't randomly... You know, the government's got to be involved with that, surely. I think it's supposed to be set quite a way into the future. Oh, is it? I would guess so. I don't think in 1979 people were taking their pets up to space. Well, I think in 1979 definitely a dog had been to space. Well, yeah, but that was for an experiment, because they couldn't send a person. Yeah. This was a pet. This was just going along. This well, wasn't a yeah. This was just a bit of company. Well, yeah, I know. It was, it was weird. I agree it was weird. I mean, we have to, again, this is one that I urge us to tread carefully in, because it's a classic film. We haven't had one bad shout-out for it, so, you know, we need to respect that. And, um, but I also think a lot of this stuff, again, goes back to you and your sort of nostalgia. When you okay. watch it back and, you you know, you look at it and you question it, there's a lot of... I don't get it. Okay, okay. But the whole thing I didn't get about, I didn't understand why they're having a conversation about, like, what shares they're going to get. And there was, like, no interaction with anybody from Earth. I, I did think it was weird, uh, but I think, again, I, and I might... I might be wrong, but I think it was supposed to be set so far in the future that computers were running the the spaceship. I mean, I'm calling it a spaceship, which it probably isn't even called. I mean, I think you called it a rocket in your text. So yeah. the knowledge between me and you as the sci-fi is probably quite limited, I would say. But then maybe I, we need to, I don't know, maybe I missed that, probably. Okay. But it needs to be explained then. Okay. Sigourney Weaver says signal looks like a warning, not a distress signal, and she wants to go after them, but she's advised by um, Ash that there's not enough time and just to let them get on with it, basically. And I did agree with him. Did you? Yeah, when she was like, I think we should go and warn them, and he's a bit like, well, what's the point? Like, by the time you get there, they're going to know. Yeah. And I just thought, you know, thanks, like, you know, Thank you for someone saying something sensible for once. Yeah. Okay. But then little do we know. Well, little do we know. Ash has his own agenda going on there. But um, in the meantime, we see John Hurt 
discovers hundreds of eggs and a creature jumps out and grabs his face. Now, I must admit, and I know this is going to annoy certain people, but I found that very funny. So did I. And I was a bit like, you know, if you're going around messing with things, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be quite scary. Again, it might just be because I, I kind of know the story that I wasn't scared and I laughed, or it might just be that we're twisted. I'm really not sure. So the others bring him back with alien attached to face. Um, Sigourney says she won't let him back um, because of the quarantine laws, which I think she had a fair point about, really. A bit hard, but really, they shouldn't have let him back in that ship with that alien attached to his face. No, they absolutely shouldn't. But Ash overrides her and he's brought back in and they try various things to cut him off the face. Yeah. Um, and then they cut through and acid seeps through and it goes through three levels of the of the ship. So they know that this is a little bit little bit iffy here. Yeah. And at that point, they should have just taken him outside. Chucked him out. Yeah. While they're faffing around checking the ship, the alien's only gone and fallen off the face by the time they go back. They must have missed that bit because I was just, I didn't know what was going on again. Um, but wouldn't they have locked the alien you know like locked in a room or something the alien that it's dead they don't realize at this point that he's implanted himself in john i nearly said john hunt who's someone i've worked with john hurt they didn't that would be really weird they did it in my colleague so the dead body of the alien falls off so sigourney wants wants to chuck it off the ship get rid of it but again ash he Not wants it any of it. No, he wants it there so they can run tests. The ship repairs, they all lift off, John hurts back, and uh, he, he joins them for a nice meal. And I do think this is a little bit like, you know, you've just encountered an alien. You're on a completely yeah. different planet. I, again, would have put him in a room for at least 48 hours just to keep an eye on him. Yeah, I, I think he should have been, uh, again, in a completely you know, quarantine in the medical yeah. area. He shouldn't have been allowed to be eating food with them. God knows what he picked up from having that on his face. And did anybody, you know, no one seemed to even ask him if he was, you know, do you feel okay? Do you think anything weird happened to you? Do you, you know, did you get any, like, acid on, you know, like, any questions? Yeah. It just next scene they're just sort of sat around like nothing ever happened and none of them seemed you know like no one seemed particularly like oh my god i mean i i think we both have to fess up that neither of us are into sci-fi so i i mean i don't remember the last sci-fi film i watched outside of sort of apollo 13 would probably be the most sci-fi film that i would admit to liking I watched The Martian, and that was good. Oh, I watched The Martian. That was good. That was really good. That other one, though, with um, George Clooney and Anne Hathaway, what a load of s***. I had to turn it off. Well, I tell you, it made me feel sick. I I, I went to the 3D version, and I wish I'd taken a travel sick tablet. Oh, too much. Why did you go to the 3D version? 
I, I don't know. My friend wanted to go to the 3D version, so we went to the 3D version of it. It was supposed to be, like, amazing. It did look good, but it looked too good. I had to take my glasses off. So, yeah, so neither of us are really up on that. And I think saying you like sci-fi because you like The Martian is kind of like saying you like rap because you like Nelly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, completely legitimate. So, you know, we will admit from the off, we're not we're not experts in this field. So No, and also, maybe because we've had a conversation about this, that hmm. even if somebody offered us the opportunity to go to space, we wouldn't go. Definitely not. So I think there's maybe an element like it doesn't interest me in the slightest, so maybe that didn't help. No. Yeah. But it is part of... Uh, a theme park ride, so therefore our vow is we will review them all. Yeah. It's our That's duty. <laughs> <laughs> right. Things so, we do for the podcast. And I, well, I quite like this film. For someone that doesn't like sci-fi, I thought it was fine. I thought it was all right. Anyway, um, so you've got the famous scene where he explode, the alien explodes out of his stomach, which I knew you were watching that scene because you just text me a load of laughing faces. But to, to be fair, though, because I hadn't, like... Like, obviously, I've seen that scene before, but, like, I haven't really... I didn't actually know when it was going to be coming. Yeah. Yeah, so I was actually really, like, like really shocked. Mm. Like, initially, I was, like what is going on and then obviously I thought oh this is it's going to come but I would imagine if you went to the cinema to see it for the first time and that happened like I would it was quite unexpected well and especially you have to remember that in the 70s and then there wouldn't have been spoilers or you know yeah like that was going to happen like I bet going to the cinema to see that for the first time like people literally would have been like jumping out of their seats yeah because that's got to be the forerunner for, for this kind of film, I would have yeah. thought, um, for horror genre in space. Is that even a genre, horror in space? I, I probably should stop talking now. But I did laugh only because it reminded me of the Spaceballs parody. Spaceballs is a film um, in the 80s that parodied loads of different films, mainly Star Wars, but it kind of poked fun at everything. And it did a wonderful spoof of that where um, John Hurt actually appeared in Spaceballs and an alien popped out of his stomach and did a dance. So it, I just thought of that and it made me laugh. But yes, it probably was um, shocking at the time. Yeah. So then, you know, it runs out, doesn't it? It just gets away. He's obviously dead on the table. And again, no one seemed um, that concerned again. Mm. Like, they were a bit like, oh, gosh. I mean, that woman that was very annoying. The only woman that wasn't Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Like, yeah. She, was, she was really annoying. But yeah. Yeah, again, they none of them seemed like, you know, that much in shock. No. And also, I was like, you know, they should have probably, like, I know that they, as they didn't seem that much in shock, maybe they should have paid more attention to where the little alien was running off to. <laughs> so, yeah, 
So they don't want to fire um, weapons in case they damage uh, the ship, which I guess makes sense. So they use motion sensors and are told um, to catch it with a net, which, considering it's managed to bore its way out of a stomach, I think is a flawed idea. Well, it is a little bit like it can eat through skin and push its way out. Yeah. But this net made of a fine rope will not, it, you know, it'll be protected then. Here's what I've written about the cat. So they think they found it, but it's the cat. And then I've written, why is there a cat there? And that was when I, I, I stopped the film and I did the Googling. And yeah, there's no one that seems to think this is odd. So I don't know. If anyone's listening and can explain why on earth she took a, a pet on board, please let us know. I mean, I, I don't take, you know, my pets to work. Um, and this, this whole thing actually, to me, sums up the complete reason why the cat shouldn't have been there. They seem more interested in a cat than anyone else. And it's a little bit like, oh, just let the cat go. Well, see, I would, I would, my priority would be to find the cat. Mm. I would certainly care more about one of my cats getting injured than a colleague. I mean, that just goes without saying. Well, that's outrageous. And also what happens, and okay, maybe you could go and look for the cat, but... You know, there's an alien running around the spaceship, and yeah. then one of them just goes, oh, to one of the guys, go and get the cat. No, we have to go off together. Like, we all go and look for the cat. Like, it's ridiculous. But I do, I, I'm, I'm afraid I do share in, in their worry for the cat. I would undoubtedly put um, my cats or, or dogs before any human on that spacecraft. One of the crew goes off to retrieve the cat, so it won't show up on the sensors again. But I thought this was a little bit light-hearted. So I know that, you know, I would protect the cat and blah, blah, blah. But he picks up, foolishly, picks up this dead skin on the floor. And then he says, here, kitty, kitty. Now, I know you don't have pets, but for a start, you never say that to a cat. A cat will never come when you call it, for a start. A cat does whatever the hell it wants. And who the hell ever says, here, kitty, kitty, in real life? Oh, yeah. And who would just look up some dead skin and be like, oh, move on? Like, yeah. I'd, I'd be calling or I'd be running back and being like, stuff the cat. I found the dead skin of the alien. You need well, to come here with your net. You know? I would be, you know, I wouldn't be so jovial as to be here, kitty, kitty, that's for sure. Then we see the alien and it's, it's now massive. Yeah, massive like, ridiculous. Yeah, and it kills him. But I did like the shot of the cat, who just doesn't seem to care. Just watching, yeah, eating. And again, like I said, you know, animals are sort of have a bit of like this sixth sense about them, don't they? So he sees the cat, and he's like, come on, come on, and the cat like hisses or like is backing yeah. out. And it's like, as soon as your cat's doing that, what's it looking at? Like, for goodness sake, turn around and have a look. You know there's an alien. Yeah. And he ignored it, so he deserved to die. Strong words, but fair. So Dallas, the captain, goes to get the alien with a flamethrower. Wouldn't you, in that situation, like, I don't know how long it was going to take them to get home or whatever it was, but, Mm. like, what I was thinking is, 
like it's not been contained and obviously there's been a few issues around that we know but if I was there I'd be like right there is an alien which is like grown massively and could continue growing like we don't know when it's going to stop I'd be like we just need to basically protect ourselves in certain rooms Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't go trying to look for the alien I would just basically corner off three rooms or something and I would take everything I needed with me into those like those rooms and if I had to sit in there and for however many days months years that's what I would do so Dawnie says they will go after it in pairs until it is cornered yeah and she takes control of mother who is the ship's computer I mean I was very confused by who the hell mother was until yeah. you know this point in the film, I, I didn't I didn't understand why they were calling it mother. Um, is it something to do with mothership? Don't yeah, know. Probably. 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 Right. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, and then she realizes that Ash has been told the crew is expendable, and the alien needs to be captured and returned for analysis. This I didn't get either, because what was the plan? That it was just going to be Ash that was going to eventually survive? Or, hmm. you know, what? How is, the, how is the ship going to land itself? Or what's it going to do? It's going to get to its destination, is it? And then it's going to be like this massive alien just sort of comes bowling out when it gets to Earth. I didn't get it. Him and the woman start having a bit of a fight around her trying to speak to Mother... Yeah, and then he sort of has a bit of a funny turn. He basically she confronts him. He um, attacks her. The others run in. One of them hits Ash, and his head pops off. No, but before that, like, how does he start to malfunction? Well, that is how, isn't it? When his head pops off. Well, no, because before that he goes crazy. Does he? Isn't he just attacking her because she's uh, rumbled him? He starts spinning round the round the room like a lunatic. But he? Yeah, he's like foaming from the mouth. Oh. Also, who's little? You know where he's trying to shove a mag? I don't know why he's doing this, but shove a rolled up magazine into her mouth. Yeah, what was that about? Um, whose room were they in then? <laughs> don't know. Because I thought if it was his, why is a robot looking at porn? Was it a porn magazine? All on the wall behind him, there were just pictures yeah. of naked girls. Was there? Yeah. yeah, like he had all on the wall were like pictures of like girls. Oh, okay. He was a bit, bit of a cheeky robot then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've just typed in, which I need to readdress, obviously. I just was like, right, what am I going to type in? Because I'm going to, I don't know if you can even put it on Twitter, but, you know, I'm going to try and find a picture. So I just yeah. put in alien porn. So. Okay. <laughs> Let's see what comes up there. <laughs> you're going to get your phone saved, you know. <laughs> I know. Okay, so while you're looking at that, they realise that he's a robot because his head comes off. Um, but his head, he's still talking, and he um, says that they can't kill the alien. And that he admires the alien, and then it, it becomes, you know, obvious that he's the enemy. They pull the plug on him and use a flamethrower to get rid of him. And that was weird because, again, nobody was like, 
What? He's an alien? They were just like... Yeah, I mean, this is a crew member that presumably they've been with for several months. I mean, I think you might be a little bit more shocked. Yeah. If one of your colleagues stroke friends turned out to be a robot. Right, I found a picture of it. Okay. Just a scene from the movie. Right. I'm waiting for this. Looking forward to what's going to ping up on WhatsApp. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, we'll pop that on Twitter and probably get our account disabled. So thank you for that. I can confirm that behind uh, Ash there are a load of um, naked ladies on the wall. Why? Give us a shout. Let us know. <laughs> now Sigourney wants to leave. Um, obviously there's fewer, fewer of them now. There's only three left so they can get in the shuttle and get the hell out of there. Yeah. The two remaining are um, killed while they go and get supplies, which means just aliens, and or one alien, and Sigourney. So there's lots of running around. This lasts a long time. There's two, this, this is too long, this thing. But the two well, people that died before, it's yeah. solely that woman's fault, and she is so annoying. Yeah, another one that deserves to die, you think? Well, yeah, and she killed that other guy. Yeah. I quite like the other guy, though. Yeah, I did. I thought he was good. He was he was my favourite character in it. Same. I'm sorry, I don't know his name. But I don't even know Sigourney Weaver's name, to be fair, so don't take it personally, actor. <laughs> I wrote, well, you won't like this. I wrote, she gets the cat, and then I put a smiley face. And then I put, she was a bit rough with the cat box, and I put a sad face. I mean, you've got to be careful when they're in those cat boxes. They're very slippery, so I know she was running for her life, but come on. So she gets in the escape shuttle um, and she watches the spaceship blow up and she's safe, or what she thinks she's safe, in, in the escape shuttle. And she gives the, the cat a cuddle and puts him in, in one of the chambers so he's ready to go home. This I didn't understand. She inexplicably strips off. Why did we need to see Sigourney Weaver? I know, and I would say it was... In undercrackers. Well, I think it was... I thought it was that maybe she was, like, I don't know, going to sleep or something. But it was very, like, the angles were very, like... Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I need to see that. A bit much, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, she strips off, and once she's taken her clothes off, she realises that the alien is in the shuttle with her. Now, this reminded me a little bit of what we said, and we got flamed for saying this, by the way, so we're going to get flamed again. But this alien is massive, and it's managed to play hide-and-seek in a shuttle. Like, who knew that aliens were so cunning? Yeah, like when Jaws managed to creep in the estuary and no one saw it. Yeah. Um... I, 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 yeah, I, I felt this was maybe, um, it probably should have ended when the ship blew up and we just see her in the shuttle. I didn't think we needed to keep it going, so it managed to sneak in. With, with if the sole purpose of the alien is that he, it wants food, which is fair enough, like it could have like smelt her or you know, something and like gone off to hide to, yeah. to capture her. When she was stripping off, he could have just jumped out then. 
But he's not. He's lurking, isn't he? Yeah. Maybe those pictures were his. I mean, we don't know. He's got a thing for for ladies in um, and when she, like, she did something where, like, obviously she saw the alien, then she, like, slid down the wall, but she did it in a really weird sort of, like, a bit of a manic way, I wrote. Yeah, she slid down the wall and she put on a space suit. She does manage to blast it out of the door. And then we just see a sign off, her final uh, log entry, and her and the cat go into the chamber and presumably return home. I mean, there's been many, many alien sequels. I believe I've seen the second one where she goes back. Why would she go back? I think think she goes back because they disbelieve what happened or they disbelieve her version of events and she kind of has to go and clear her name or something like that. I I just would be like, okay, don't believe me. Yeah, that's fine. I'll just, uh, I'll just take that. I'd rather go to prison than have to go to space. <laughs> so, yeah, I know she starred in at least two more after this. And then there was, uh, there was Aliens was next. And then there was Alien 3. And then there was Alien vs. Predator. And now there's an alien out in cinemas this week, which is why we're doing this podcast to hopefully use their hashtag for our own gain. Will you be going and seeing it? Um, yeah, I've already got my tickets. <laughs> Obviously not. Do you know what I think it is about these films I don't like? I don't like mm. it that, like, you never see daylight and they're, like, mm. the whole film is based in one place. Right, yeah. You mean space films in general? yeah. Like, they make me feel quite claustrophobic. Yeah. Right, so we've had quite a lot of shout-outs for this film. Normally, we get people that say one or two words. This time, they've written quite a lot. So, sit back. These are from Instagram, first of all. At Hudson Valley Mama times two. Alien is one of my all-time favourite movies. The Gawney Weaver was the perfect choice for Ripley, and the whole cast is incredible. Although a lot will say Ripley is their favourite character, Dallas is mine. The role was played perfectly, and my least favourite scene is when he is in the tunnel and the alien takes him. It is also my favourite part of the great movie ride. So, thank you for that. And then we have at Wild Ryan theme parks, who said it introduced a new shade of horror with some of the best sets, costumes, and scares. It is a true suspense piece of art. And it's Luke B says, Alien is such an iconic movie with a creature that is truly original and terrifying. Since H.R. Giga created most of the sets as well as the alien the whole movie visually flows in a very satisfying way it is also one of my favorite parts of the great movie ride and then we have my friend at vicky bruce lee just says yes alien love it so thank you vicky and then we've got some on twitter as well 
So at You Can Rewind It said this is this was too scary for me as a kid and it might be too scary now. Um, and that's a podcast. They're called You Can Rewind It. They are fantastic and they do loads of films from the 80s. So if you're an 80s child, definitely go and check them out. And we've got another great podcast at Nerd on Nerd said it's amazing. It's everything the film life wants to be, but so much better. The atmosphere is ironically incredible. At Largo 6583 says the scare involving Jonesy the cat caused my friend Eric to practically jump out of his seat and then he got a Charlie horse, which I think is what we call a wedgie. I was going to say that obviously, you know, like a lot of people really seem to like this film. I feel like I just missed it. Like I missed, I missed the appeal. Yeah, I mean, those are probably the best, other than possibly Back to the Future. I think that they're like the most gushing shout outs we've had. I know, and I just don't think people are going to be happy <laughs> with our scathing review of it. I, I, well, I tried to warn you earlier on, and you carried on. Only got yourself to blame there. No. Well, just hide any negative comments from me. I don't need to hear them. You don't go on there anyway. You don't see anything that's on there. <laughs> Is there anything you would like to add other than your sincere apologies for all the people that you've likely offended and all the fans that you've probably lost us? Um, no, I get that it could have been at the time scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll just leave it there. <laughs> I quite liked it. It's not. It's not really my my cup of tea. But um, I've seen that uh, the second one is on the telly in a couple of weeks. So I've set the planner. Um, for that, not to do for this, I wouldn't put you through it again. But um, just because I, yeah, I, I, I thought it was good enough that I probably like to be reminded what actually happened in the second one. So I enjoyed it. Will I go and see the new one? No, but I might, I might catch it when it's on Sky Movies or something when it comes round. But anyway, if you would like to get in touch, um, you can find us on Twitter at Theme Park Films, on Instagram or Pinterest. Theme Park Films podcast, or you can email us themeparkfilms at hotmail.com. Anything you'd like to add? No, nothing from me. Lovely. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye.